All right. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. How's everyone doing today? I I don't know why I acted like I just ran a marathon, but that's what I'm feeling currently. And all I did was like walk from my apartment, which is like less than a mile, to the studio. And I literally feel like I just ran a fucking marathon. I'm actually just like not well. Sissy's here once again working, doing her thing. <laughs> but you, she's going to love this week's episode. She's actually going to hate it. But first, let's get into my week intro. I feel like I'm in my going out era. Um, Last Thursday, Sissy, my best... Okay, I'll, I'll explain. <laughs> Sissy, my best friends, and I, we started drinking at 3.45 p.m. Okay, here's the thing. You know me. You know I don't really like drinking like that. So... I was like, whatever, it's happy hour, I'll go, I'll do the damn thing. And then by, and then we went to another bar. And then we went to like another bar. At this point, it's 11 p.m. And I'm like, okay, I'm going home. And Tim pissed me off too. So I just like, I like really wanted to go home. So I decided to go home at 11. They stayed out until, what was it, four in the morning? four in the morning. And they went to like one of my favorite places. They saw Sway Lee, the rapper, like, and no one knew who he was besides me. I was like, oh my God, that was, you guys were with Sway Lee. And they were like, oh, is that who was there last night? I was like, no, that was fucking Sway Lee. But I was like, I want to go home early because I don't know. But that really ignited my going out era. I was like, okay, we started on, if I, next time I'm not starting at 345 on a fucking Thursday. But yeah, I'm like, okay, I'll go out a little bit more. I'll do the thing. I feel like this summer, I'm going to be outside a lot. We're going to be out. We're going to be doing the damn thing. I'm also in my OCD era. My OCD has been through the roof. And I think that's because I go to Tulum on Sunday. So I have to go on a plane. And I just don't love planes. And I talked about this today in therapy. Like I just, and we went through it. But my OCD, and she actually gave me like a really good tip that I'll give you guys. Because I know a lot of you guys struggle with OCD. But she's like, instead of like acting on the compulsion, like take a second and be like, okay, why am I feeling this way? I can touch it in five minutes if I want to, but like, why am I feeling this way? What's triggering this? And that I feel like is going to help me. I don't know. We'll see when I put it into action, but that's what I think is going to help me through this little OCD thing that I'm going through. Also, for some reason, the spring and the fall, my OCD goes through the roof. Not really sure what that's about. So Let's get into what this week's episode is. That was my little week intro. Nothing that exciting besides the fact I am going to Tulum and I'm excited about that, but I guess I'll have a lot of stories for you guys once I'm back from Tulum. But I am making this episode because it's been a year since I met my ex-boyfriend. So, and it's been a year since I've lived in New York. So I was like, let's talk about all my little boyfriends that I've met along the way in New York City. I'm going to deep dive on every single one of them. And then at the end of the podcast, I'm doing a pyramid, Abby Lee style, and we're going to rank them from who is like bottom of the pyramid to top of the pyramid, in my opinion. But I was like, let's deep dive on all my little boyfriends that I've had being in New York City. They're not all actually my boyfriends because that would be like really extreme. But these are just like my hoes that I've dealt with this past year, basically. So first one's first. Frenchie. Okay. This is the first man I met after moving to New York. Um, I met him when we were working together. I don't know if I've told you guys that much about him because I think I tried to like hide a lot of it because I was not hide, but I was like, he's such a fucking loser. So I was like, whatever. But I we met him when we were working together. Here's a common theme that you guys are going to need to take into account. 
I saw a psychic before I moved to New York and she was like, you are going to date a coworker. Like that's your soulmate. You're going to fall in love with one of your coworkers. So you're going to see a theme of me fucking my coworkers throughout this entire episode. So first one's first was Frenchie. I call him that because he was French. Honestly, barely could like understand him half the time, but like love him dearly. Not really. I actually did hate him, but I was a server at this time and met him there. There's so many red flags that we're going to get into about this man like that I really should have just seen and everyone was trying to tell me and I was like you guys like shut up one of them being that he did finance on the side he said that he did finance on the side and like my roommate does fine that's a full-time job you can't just do finance on the fucking side that makes no sense but to me I'm not a corporate ass bitch I was like okay cute like (laughs) he does finance on the side that's not a thing but I believed it anyways there was a million other red flags but we, Frenchie and I had a really, what's the word? Tremultuous. Is that a word? Tremultuous, sissy? Tremultuous. Is that a word? Eh, not sounding right. Whatever. We had a horrific relationship in the sense that it was a constant cycle. We'd get in a huge blowout fight. I'd be like, fuck you. I'm done. I'd block him on everything. A week would go by. I'd be a little bit horny, a little bit lonely. And I'd be like, babe, like, come over. I miss you. We'd get back together and we would be good for three days. And then the same thing would happen, which I would never recommend now for any of you guys to do because it was the worst fucking thing I've ever done in my entire life. But that was just kind of what our relationship stemmed off of. And the thing is about him, now that I can look back, I can realize this. I wish I kept him as a fuck buddy. We had great sex. We were not meant to be in a relationship together. And I was like, he also, we were both just moving so quickly. We're like, we love each other. We didn't. We just loved having sex with each other. I wish I kept him as a fuck buddy because that's all that he was really good for. Like I should have never dated him. Honestly, he's not the person that I would date nowadays so I don't really know what I was thinking but I was like new to New York I was like man this is so fun it wasn't that fun but it also was like my first time in a year having sex so I was blinded by the dick fully blinded by the dick and I'd be lying if I said I didn't love him towards the end when we were in like an actual relationship I'm definitely PMSing like I'm getting my period next week so I might be like a little bit more emotional than normal this episode in the sense that that I Instead of me just being like, he's a dumb fucking loser, like which he is. I'm like, I did love him at one point. I don't want to take away from that. I was in love or what I thought was love, but I did love him hard, probably like too hard for my own good. Um, He was the first person in six years that I dated. So I took it pretty seriously. I was like, okay, like if I'm going to do this, like I'm going to fucking do this. Like we're going to go in. And like, we definitely did have like a lot of happy moments. And this was out of all my little boyfriends in this episode, he was the one that was actually my boyfriend. And this was like a seven month thing that you guys all know came to an end after I found out he had another girlfriend and I fully had to meet her. And we like discussed everything. And it was just like such a horrible situation. But I did have good moments with this man before I knew he had another girlfriend. I did love him. And so that made it like 20 times harder for me to leave him, especially like this fucker cheated on me and was like, I love you so much. And it's so it's hard to leave someone where they're like, I love you so much. Like, I wish he just like cheated and was like, yeah, fuck you, bitch. I'm out of here. No, he was like, I literally love you. Stay with me. And so it was hard for me to leave. But I did end up leaving But I feel like I'm grateful I had those experiences with him and I'm grateful that I allowed myself to love him. But at the same time, I'm even more grateful for the fact that it ended because 
with it ending meant my first story time I ever put on TikTok was the story time of how I found him cheating on me, which is what launched what we have now. Like that's what launched all the story times that I do on TikTok that launched everything. So if it wasn't for him, we would not be here right now. So I am a little bit grateful that like he cheated and had another girlfriend and like I left his bitch ass because that is what brought us to where we are right now. And I love this a lot more than I ever loved that fucker. So I'm happy to be there now. A couple other red flags I noticed in him was that he asked me to be his girlfriend after week two. What the fuck? Like week two. And I was like, oh my God. And my friend was like, Livy, don't you think that's a little soon? And I was like, can you fuck off? Like, can you fuck off? You're a little bit jealous. No, she was so right. Um, She was so right. That was way too soon. But in my head, I was like, we're in love. Because you know I'm that type of bitch. I move so quickly. I'm like, we're in love. But yes, it was just a horrible on and off cycle. But yeah, we ended because he cheated, which leads me into my next little boyfriend, which was my coworker. I call him my coworker. Like I said, there's a little bit of a theme that I've been fucking my coworkers. I don't recommend it. I would never recommend fucking your coworkers unless they're like really hot, but don't do it because you literally have to work with these bitches and it's really difficult. But I often talk about how I fucked him and like we were a thing and our terms that we were like exclusively seeing each other. We had just got it, both gotten out of relationships and he was like my go-to person after my relationship with Frenchie because I would just go to him with everything. I was like, can like, I feel like my friends were annoyed with me with how much I was talking about my ex, but like, bitch, I was going through a breakup. Like that's normal. But I just like went to him with everything I was feeling. Like anytime I missed my ex, I was like, talked to him about it, texted him about him. So we like became really, really, really good friends. And I will say him and I had like an amazing emotional connection. We had the worst sexual connection. I've never had worse sex in my life. I'm not going to lie. And so that's why I look back and I'm like pissed at myself. I'm like, this little boyfriend, I wish I made him, like I kept him as just a friend. Like we would have still been friends to this day, but instead I had to go ahead and fuck him because I thought he was my soulmate, you know, because I had that psychic telling me he was my soulmate. Also, I did do something that was like a little bit crazy. (laughs) This is like so embarrassing, but I said to the universe, I was like, universe, listen, if this is my soulmate, while we're fucking play the song River by Leon Bridges. Cause like, I don't know. I was like, I was shuffling a playlist and I was like, okay, but like if he's my soulmate universe, like let me know by playing that song. And as we're having sex for the first time, that is the song he quite literally finished inside of me too. So I was like, we are soulmates. Imagine what that did to my fucking head. Every time I hear River now, I'm sick to my stomach. I want to turn it off immediately Cause I was like, oh my God, he's like my soulmate. Cause I mean, like that's the song that played. And that was actually my best friend, Tim's playlist. You guys know Tim. We love Tim. And I was telling Tim that story and he was like, Livy, River is in that playlist like 15 times. And I'm like, yeah, but what are the odds? You know, like what are the odds? I think that was the universe like telling me he was my soulmate. And Tim was like, absolutely fucking not, Livy. Like you're taking this to a different degree. And now I can't listen to River and we're not soulmates. Let me tell you. I don't know why I did that. And I also don't know what sick joke it was for the universe to play that song while we were fucking when I asked the unit, whatever. I'm not going to get too deep into it. But yeah, we didn't have great sex, but he did single-handedly help me through my breakup, which I am so grateful for. And this is like someone that I wish I kept as just a friend, like fully just a friend. And he was just really there for me. This is another one that like, I love to shit on all the men I've dated because I do think they all have tendencies that are like pretty horrible. But I feel like he was probably the most 
normal. I just don't think we would have ever worked out in the long run together. But he always listened, always helped. He was a good guy. And I just wish I kept it as a friendship. And like, that's that. But let's get into why we ended. Okay, he was 10 years older than me. We need to keep this into account. But I remember one day at the beach, like our terms that we were only fucking each other, we were only seeing each other, like I wasn't even allowed to look at other men, speak to other men, anything like that. And it was actually so annoying, but whatever. Those were the terms that we agreed on. Also, because like if I'm fucking you, I'm like, I don't want to be fucking a million other people. And I also don't want you to be fucking a million other people either. So like, whatever, I was fine with those terms until we're at the beach. And he was like, I just think we have like, we're going to be such great friends after this or something like on the along those lines. And I was like, babes, we're only fucking each other. We're talking to each other only exclusively. And you want to be friends at the end of this? Like, that's not really going to happen. Like, that's not going to really be a thing. And he was like, I was I was like, that's just not how this is going to like pan out really. Like one of us is going to catch feelings. And he was like, no. And I was like, okay, then if that's not the case and you want to be friends at the end of this, like, this is what you see after we're just one day done fucking anyways, like that made no sense to me. But I was like, if that's what you see, then like, I want to go on hinge. I want to answer my DMS. I'm 23. I'm beautiful. I'm successful. Like I want to be out there. I want to be in these fucking streets. I want to slut it up. And he was like, no, like if you do that, then I'm ending all of it. And I said, well then end all of it. Cause like, you're not gonna get your cake and be able to eat it too. Like, that's just not how that's going to work with me. I'm very much not that kind of person where you're going to see me. I'm going to like be sucking your dick. We're going to be like doing an emotional connection. Like we're literally building something together. But then at the end of it, we're just like, I'm giving you a high five and we're just going to be friends at the end of the day. Like, let's say six months down the road, like no matter what, I don't care how heartless you are. I feel like people normally catch feelings, even though I was like, I never want to date this guy. If I'm constantly in your bed fucking you, we're going on dates, we're talking every day, all day, we're acting like we're in a relationship, I'm probably going to fall in love with you whether I want to or not because that's just like relationship things or whatever. So I was like, you're not going to get your cake and eat it too where you just like get my body, you get my time, you get my energy, but then we're just going to handshake and be friends at the end of this. Fuck no, fuck you. We're done with that. Like that's just not how that's happening. So I was like, yeah, we, he actually ended everything. And I was like, okay, valid. Cause I did say I wanted to go fuck the city anyways. Understandable. I mean, I didn't, but like, that was my vibe. And then two months later we were like, let's be friends. Ha ha ha. And then he brought up, he was like, you made a TikTok about me. And like, I didn't really like that. And I was like, oh, Okay. And I, he was like, are you going to apologize? And I was like, no, I'm not going to apologize for making a TikTok about you. Cause I'm not fucking sorry. So why would I apologize? Cause I wasn't sorry. And I didn't say anything. <laughs> not that I didn't say anything horrible in the TikTok. I didn't say anything that wasn't true. I was like, I'm not going to sit here and apologize for something that I'm really not sorry for. And if you're expecting an apology from me, keep it moving. Like, that's just not that like we can be friends, but like, also you knew who I was when you met me, you knew what I did for a living when you met me. And like, it made a good story time. Sorry, you didn't like the way that you were portrayed in my TikTok. And also, this is the thing that really gets me. It's like, nobody knows it's you. So like, why do you give a fuck? Um, and I honestly did not say that many mean things about him. I definitely said a lot worse things about my other exes in the TikToks. But yeah, that is why we and then he was like, Oh, I don't want to be friends at all anymore. And I was like, Okay, so we were, we're not friends at all. And I think that's for the better. Cause I think it was really difficult 
because I was like, do I get an apology for like the way that you ended things? And he was like, no. So I was like, I'm not going to. And I, I, I wasn't sorry about the TikTok. That's one thing. I'm not going to apologize about something that I'm not fucking sorry about. Like, you're just really not going to get that from me. So that was what ended the era of me fucking my coworkers. After that, I was like, okay, the psychic might have been wrong. Like, let me stop blowing my coworkers and like getting into full on things with them because it's not going well, babes. It's really not going well. Okay, next we have Macha Man. This man was like mentally ill, not in like a bad sense. Like we're all mentally ill, but like he, this is, I feel like the most, it was like the most confusing thing I think I've ever been through. So we went on one date and he was, after this date, he texted me and he was like, do you think we'd be good in a relationship together? And I was like, what the fuck? I've known this man a week. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I have no idea if we'd be good in a relationship together. And then this is the man. I don't know if you guys remember this TikTok, but where I showed him like asking me or sending me paragraphs with my Instagram photo about like how gorgeous I am. And honestly, in the moment, I did love that. I'm not going to lie. But that was giving signs of like love bombing. And he was using like ginormous words. And we were all like, what? Like that's go look back on that TikTok. I don't remember which TikTok it was, but this is that man. But after the first date, you're going to ask me if we're going to be good in a relationship together. What the fuck? I don't even know you. I haven't even fucked you. I don't know. I literally don't even know your last name, but you want to know if I think we'll be good boyfriend and girlfriend. How the fuck am I supposed to know? Anyways, so he would just act very much like in love with me and it was a little overwhelming, but then, and then he would like text me 24 seven and then trauma dumped on me and then was like, so I think we should be friends. And I was like, I didn't even think we were anything to begin with. So like, I don't know what the fuck this is. And it was just like an unnecessary mind fuck. And I was like, this is so, like, it was just a lot. And I was like, what the fuck was the point of this? Like, I like look and ask the universe. I'm like, what was the point of this? Like, there genuinely was no point whatsoever. So after meeting him, I was like, I truly never want to date again in my life. Um, But that's what led me into what I call my fun era and you guys already no, I don't think I've deep dove on like my fun era, the man specifically that I chose for my fun era. So after the dates with Macha Man, I was like, okay, this motherfucker is weird. I just want to get fucked. I'm tired of like emotional connections with these men. They're all a little bit bizarre. I'm over this. I'm at the point of my life, like just fuck me and like go. Cause like I have work to do. You know what I mean? Like I'm over this. So Monday man was in my DMs. He used to live in my DMs. He was one of my Instagram whores. My Instagram whores are just like the men that live in my DMs. Probably like Macha Monday man. God, they're like confusing. Monday man was in my DMs for over a year. And I, it's normally like they just swipe up. They're like gorgeous, hard eyes, whatever. And I just like send a little heart back. I'm like, thank you, whatever. You're my Instagram whore. There's really nothing more. I see nothing more. And they don't either. It's not like a constant thing. It's just like the whores that slide up on literally everything you post or just like selfies. They like slide up. Like if I post a selfie, I know at least three of my Instagram whores are going to send me hard eyes and I'm going to send heart back. Like it is what it is. So he had swiped up on a story calling me beautiful. I never responded. He was my Instagram whore. That's that. And then I never take them seriously until one day he was like, when can we like meet up? Like, when can we hang out? And I was like, you know what? This man, I'm going to fuck him. Like he is going to be my fun era. I, for someone for my fun era, I didn't want an emotional connection. I just wanted somebody who would fuck me and leave. I, like I said, like, fuck me, leave. I have work to do. Go. That's what I wanted. So he was like, um, when can we hang out? I was like, you know what? 
come over after work tonight. He was like, I'll bring a bottle of wine. I'm like, perfect. This is, this is exactly what I want, right? Until we had an amazing night. And he, we were emotionally connected like so well. We had such a great emotional connection. And in the midst of our like amazing night, I was like, I can't fuck him. This is not what I want. I will catch feelings because he's emotionally intelligent. It was hot. He's gorgeous. No, he's not gorgeous. He's very good looking. I'm like, there's no way I'm fucking this man. There's no way that this man is my fun era because like I'm, I just know myself I'm going to fall in love. So I was like, absolutely not. And we had a great night. Like I literally remember, and this is me just being like so fucking crazy, but like that night being like, okay, my life's changed forever. Like how is like, this person's like, amazing. We were laying together and I was, and we just connected very well. We hit it off immediately. He was definitely the most emotionally intelligent man that I've ever met. And I was like, I vibe with him too hard to fuck him. Like, and act like he's just a part of my fun era. Like I, I know myself, I'll catch feelings for this man. And like in your fun era, like I'm not catching feelings. I'm just getting fucked. Like that's it. What is what it is. But yeah. At this point, that's what I wanted. So then once we started having like a great emotional connection, I was like, okay, no. And the next day is when I just like felt his energy off. And I talked about this in therapy today and like, I'll get into that too. But I was like, why does his energy feel so fucking weird? Like I just felt it off. And then he asked me like what camera I use. He was asking me all these questions about like social media stuff. And I was like, okay, this is, that's not what I want to talk about after I just had your dick in my mouth the night before. Like you want to know what camera I use? Canon G7X. Like that is not the conversations we should be having after we just had, literally, I just blew you the night before. And so I was just like, that I was like, oh, he's using, like he's using me. Cause he also was like, we have such great chemistry. Like we should work on something together. I'm like, work on something together, bitch. I'm the only one that does social media. So like, what are we going to work on together? So I immediately was like, okay, this man is using me. And this feels like, hurtful. This is the man that I call like the collab man, Monday man. And I was like, okay, I don't like that. That's never a great feeling. And then I decided to become a fuck boy. And that's where I fucked up is like, instead of me just like saying, Hey, like this kind of, and I, I did tell him, I was like, I don't mix business and pleasure. Like, so you're going to have to pick one. He was like, well, I'm going to see which one benefits me in the long run. And I was like, okay, I don't know what the fuck that means, but it didn't feel very nice. It felt very hurtful. So I was like, whatever. And then I became a fuckboy. What I mean by this is, did I text him at like a Wednesday at 9.30? Like, what are you doing tonight? He'd answer. I wouldn't respond till like Friday at 9.30 p.m. What are you doing tonight? Yeah, I became a fuckboy. I just completely pulled my energy away. And it's weird that I decided to become a fuckboy because like I did like him. And like, this was the first person in a while that I actually was like, oh, I kind of like you. So for me to be like, you know what? let me be a fuck boy was just because I felt someone's energy off. Definitely not the most emotionally mature thing for me to do, but that just made me realize like, oh, I shouldn't be dating at this point if I'm going to act like a little bitch to these men. So like, absolutely not. But this, I then was acting like a fuck boy doing that whole thing. And my friends were like, you're acting like a fuck boy is what it is. I then text him one night doing the 9.30 PM. Like, what are you doing? And then he tells me, and then I like, just leave him on red. Right. He then is like, I don't appreciate your attitude. And if this is how things are going to be over text, then like, I don't want to talk. And I was like, okay, he had a point. Listen, I'm not that dumb. He had a point. I was being a fucking bitch. He called me out on it. It is what it is. 
But so he definitely had a point. And then I was like, I felt your energy off. And he was like, okay, well, you could have said that earlier on. But I also didn't think we had anything going for us because if I'm have something with somebody, I'm going to be texting you like a lot more than I was texting him. And I, we're going to talk a lot more. We're going to see each other a lot more, all those things. But then he like came over that night. It wasn't sexy. It wasn't fun. It wasn't cute. He was just like, just like went in on my life. He was like, do you think because you have a lot of dead people in your life, it makes it harder for you to connect with people? It's like, yeah, like, yeah. But why the fuck are we talking about all the dead people in my life right now? Like, do you want your dick sucked or no? And he was like, literally no. And I was like, okay, lovely. And then he was like, you just assume everything. He just deep dove on me, gave me a weird spiritual awakening that I never asked for. I never wanted. And I was like, okay, lovely. And then he just left and we ended things with me the next day. And I didn't even know we had anything going on. Let me get water. But yeah, ended things with me the next day. And I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I was the toxic one in this situation. I really was. I was being a fuck girl. I shouldn't have done that if I liked somebody, but I also felt like he was low-key using me. And what I wanted to talk about was today in therapy, I was talking about him randomly because I was like, what if I just like called him up? And my therapist was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But she was telling me, she was like, if you had those feelings and if you had those, you're like gut telling you those things, she was like, why wouldn't you trust that? Why wouldn't you lean into that more? Why would you not think of that? Like, realize that that means something instead of just like second guessing everything that you did. Like you felt that way for a reason and you acted that way for a reason. You don't normally act like that. So there's a reason you did. And I was like, okay, she makes a good point. And she was like, I think it's time to not look in the past and like, just keep moving forward. Cause like, there's nothing for you in the past. And I was like, okay, like I won't call him up. And honestly, like I blocked him on everything. So he'd be like, why the fuck are you calling me bitch anyways? But I did feel him like just his energetic I just felt him so heavy in my energy and I really, really hated that. After we ended things, I just like constantly felt him in my energy and I literally had to do like a cord cutting meditation and I was like, okay, this is like fucking ridiculous. So let's get into my last little boyfriend that I had in this past year and this is who we call lawyer man. Lawyer man was a very nice man. And I wasn't used to that. I was like, oh my God, he's fucking boring. And everyone's like, Livy, he's just a nice guy. And I was like, yeah, but he's really fucking boring. And they were like, no, no, no. That's just like how nice guys are. They're like boring as absolute fuck. And I was like, oh great. Love that. But he was so nice. Like such a nice guy. Like I remember when I was sick, he was like, what can we do to get you to feel better? And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, are you a doctor, sir? Like whatever. He was definitely the most normal out of all my little boyfriends in the sense that like he had a normal job, he had normal interests and hobbies in the sense that like my one ex loved to scuba dive. What the fuck? Why was I with someone who loved to scuba dive? Do you think my ass is going to scuba dive with these clipping extensions in my head? Absolutely fucking not. But he was just like the most normal in the sense, like just a very, very normal man, solid eight. He was gorgeous. He was very good looking, but I don't think we had a connection at all. Like at all. We were talking for like a month. He was a very safe option for me. And I knew that I was like, he's a very, very safe option, but he was so fucking boring. And that was like the, and I hate to be like, he was so fucking boring. Cause he really was like a nice guy. And so I just have to understand that nice guys can be 
boring as fuck and that's not really a bad thing. But at the same time, maybe I just didn't connect with him that well. And me being like, he's boring as fuck. It's just like, we didn't connect and that's okay. Um, but yeah, we went on like two dates. We were talking for like a month and a half, which also like a month and a half, two days. So whatever. That's not great, but whatever. And I had a good time. I didn't feel any like need to like ride his dick at the end of the night. You know what I mean? Like there was no sexual connection in that sense. What is the word sexual? What is the, ugh, you're not even paying attention. Laura's not even paying attention. Sexual tension, tension, sexual tension. There was none of that. There was no sexual chemistry and that's fine. And I think that's normally just because I feel closed off when I first start dating somebody, but none of that. So he was like just a safe option for me. And I knew he was a safe option for me. And it was like the option that like I should want, I should be interested in, but like I, yeah. And so I text him every day. We do our dates. We would do our thing. It was very safe, very like nonchalant, very boring. And this is when it got weird though. Like right when I hit a million is when his energy switched up completely. Like every single morning he would text me like, good morning. How are you? We'd have a full conversation throughout the day. And then when I hit the million, I literally kid you not 900,000. I'm a fun fucking bitch, but a million, absolutely not. When I hit the million, I didn't respond to him for like an hour. I think I've told this story before, but I didn't respond to him for like an hour because I was bawling my eyes out. I hit the million. You know what I mean? I was on the phone with my friends and family crying and his energy just got like extremely weird in the sense that like he stopped responding. He was responding super slowly. And I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. But then I was out partying and I was like, whatever. And then the next day, um, he was like very distant and texting me. Cause I remember the next day had to have been the Super Bowl. Yes, it was the Super Bowl. And he was super distant texting me, which like, wasn't really like him. So I was like, okay, that's really weird. And like, he just was, he was like, congrats on a million. And then it just, yeah, and I wasn't expecting him to like, do anything, but I just noticed his energy gets so much like more different after I hit the million. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that was about. And then, so that happens the Super Bowl. We get really distant. And then there's that Monday and we're like, he's not texting me whatsoever. And then the next day is Valentine's day. You guys, this man ghosted me on Valentine's day. I've never really told this because I didn't really think there was anything to tell, but the man ghosted me on Valentine's day. Like we did a couple texts here and there that Monday, which was also really weird for us. Cause we normally were like texting nonstop kind of thing or like pretty often. And then that Valentine's day, I never heard from the man again. And he fully ghosted me on Valentine's day. What a weird like thing to do. Like, I feel like he could have waited the next day. Um, I, we didn't have plans for Valentine's day. I didn't expect us to have plans for Valentine's day. But it was really weird to just ghost the fuck out of me that Valentine's Day. I was like, babe, really? Like, we could have waited till Wednesday. Because you guys know I love Valentine's Day. That's, like, my holiday. He didn't know that. But I'm like, that's fucking disrespectful. But that's lawyer man. I don't obviously hold any, like, hard grudges on him either. Like, I didn't know him well enough for me to have any notion about him. But I do know he was just, like, a good, a good guy overall. But, like, weird to ghost me on Valentine's Day is what it is. It's so funny because like I look back and I'm always like, I don't date. I talk to absolutely nobody. And then writing this episode, I'm like, okay, so apparently there was a lot more men than I thought there were. So now we're going to get into my honorable mentions. These are just a couple of the hoes that really stuck out to me, but not enough for me to write a paragraph on and not enough for them to be one of my little boyfriends. But these are just our honorable mentions. We have California ho. My California ho 
he lives in, I have two California hoes, but this one is just my California hoe and he lives in California. He's very immature. He's very childish. He's fun to talk to because the immature ones are always fun to talk to. He's a little toxic, but like he gave me the ick so bad recently. And I made a TikTok the other day talking about like one of my hoes. I like cut him off and like I could just see his energy switching up like and he becomes a little bit more obsessive. I did cut him off and I was like, okay, I, I'm just, I just stopped answering, but like not that much. Cause he gave me the ick so fucking badly, you guys. And ever since I've like cut him off, he is texting me about the dumbest things. And he is sliding in my DM, sending me TikToks about the dumbest things. And I'm like, okay, one day I'll probably like speak to him again. Like I'm not like a cold hearted bitch a little bit, but like in the sense where I'm like, we can never speak again. But yeah, he gave me the ick so badly to the point where I'm like, and it's something permanent. I'm like, I can't get over that really. So like, you're done. Like, I can't really speak to you again. But honorable mention because he did make me laugh and smile a lot. <laughs> and also it's weird because that Valentine's Day, that Monday night before Valentine's Day, I FaceTimed him for the first time. And that's when lawyer man like cut me off the next day. And so it was like a really seamless transition. It's weird how my hoes are like a really seamless transition, but like it was a seamless transition into California ho. California ho kept me company. He still does like whenever I need it. He's just, he'll never be anything more than a hoe to me. Oh my God, that was like rude, but I don't really give a fuck. That's true. Next honorable mention we have is my out of town hoe. Okay. Met him in New York and nice guy. Very, very nice guy. He also lives in California, but whenever he comes into town, we make sure to get together, make sure to fuck around a little bit. We actually don't have sex, but like, which is weird looking back, whatever, but we just like hang out. We have a good time. He is like the one that is completely not my type whatsoever. And like physically not my type, honestly, everything. He's like a very big businessman and he's a really, really, really nice guy. He's so sweet. And I think I would take him like more seriously if he lived in New York, but he doesn't, but he is definitely like my out of town hoe. Love when he comes into town. Cause we get to like hang out, chit chat, do the damn thing. But other than that, I really don't think about him or see him or like he's he'll swipe up on an Instagram story here or there. Those are like my favorite little hoes to have. It's like when you're in town, we're a vibe. When you're out of town, I forget who the fuck you are. And I like I don't hate that. He's a really nice guy. Honestly, he's probably like the best guy out of everyone on this list. Really solid guy. We have like a little therapy session every time we're together. Love him. He's great. The next hoe we have that is one of my honorable mentions is the doctor hoe. This man annoyed the absolute fuck out of me. If there's any of them that annoyed the shit out of me, it was him. He was just very, from the moment I met him, codependent, like, can we talk? Can we do this? Can, let's go get coffee. Let's go do this. Let's come over tonight. Let's watch a movie. I'm like, babe, I have a full-time job. I have to work. I have shit to do. And he's like, well, can I come with you? Can I do this? Can I do that? I'm like, I met you 48 hours ago. You're pissing me off. So he was just very like all over the place. And like him, I felt bad cutting off because I could tell he was super codependent. So I was like, okay, I feel fucking horrible being like, uh, you got to go. Like, I want nothing to do with you, but he had to go. I wanted nothing to do with him. So I was just like, Hey, like I'm super busy with work. I'm not going to be able to respond that much. And we never spoke again. And he was like, can I help? Can I help? It's like, no, babe, you can't help. You can't help with my job. No. And I, he was just very, very up my ass. This is the guy that I, this is the guy that he told me. He was like, yeah, like I cheated on my ex-girlfriend. And I was like, oh my God, 
And he, and then I was like, yeah, but people change. I was like, well, how many times did you cheat? And he was like, 15. And I was like, 15? How long were you together? He was like, two years. I was like, you actively were like cheating, cheating. Like you weren't just cheating. You were cheating. And then I decided to like lie to him because I was like, I'm his karma. There's a story time on TikTok about it. I don't want to deep dive into that because we have to get into the pyramid. I'm ranking them from my favorite to my least favorite and why. Are you really listening to music? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I'm doing the pyramid if you want to listen and give input. The py- Like Abby Lee style. I'm doing the Abby Lee pyramid. My hoes. I'm ranking all my hoes. <clears throat> okay. At the bottom of the pyramid, we have Macha Man. Macha Man is at the bottom of the pyramid because he annoyed the fuck out of me. A lot. You know what I'm realizing? A lot of every time I talk about them, I'm like, they annoyed the fuck out of me. It's like, okay, like Jesus Christ. But they did. He annoyed the fuck out of me. We were very similar in a lot of aspects. So that's lovely that he annoyed the fuck out of me. And I'm like, but we were like kind of like twins. No, but he did annoy the fuck out of me. Very similar. But overall, he had me on the West Side Highway at 7 p.m. The West Side Highway is the west side of the fucking highway in New York. I was in a corset and heels in the dead of winter because he didn't have a plan for the rest of the date. And somehow we ended up on the West Side Highway. I've never wanted to physically abuse a man more in my life than when I was on the West Side Highway with Macha Man. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Why are we on the West Side Highway? Why? So that's why he really goes to the bottom of the pyramid because like that was one of the worst dates was somehow us ending up on the West Side Highway after getting matcha, but we had dinner scheduled. I was like, are we, okay, whatever. So he is at the bottom of the pyramid. The next one that we have is coworker. He is the second worst. And the reason that is because he was the biggest mind fuck of them all, I feel like. And I didn't really like our sex at all. I just feel like we had really bad sex. We had a great emotional connection. I will give us that. We had an amazing emotional connection. I will forever love the emotional connection we had. And I will forever hate the sex we had. And that's okay. And then I just feel like he handled things very negatively at the end of our relationship, situationship, whatever the fuck it was. But also, I'm not going to lie. I didn't handle things the best either. And I wrote down in my notes that he was emotionally stupid. I'm not really sure what that means, but apparently he was emotionally fucking stupid to me. So that's why, why you're giving me side eye, side eye. Sissy's looking at me like, really, bitch? I just feel like we should have stayed friends. Coworker. Exactly. You don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Why? You didn't even know him. He's at the... Frenchie's next. It goes Macha Man, coworker, Frenchie right now. Because I loved the man for a minute, okay? And he treated me very well. Like, I will say, like, he did love the fuck. He loved me for a quick minute. If he loved you, then you would have cheated on you. Yeah. But, like, for a moment, I thought he really loved me. And, okay, he did. But, okay, so Frenchie... The reason he's the third um, on the pyramid is I had to meet his other girlfriend was probably one of the most painful things I have felt in a while. Listen, I've lost a lot of people in my life, a lot of grief. Meeting your boyfriend's other girlfriend, fucking horrible. Okay, so got the hey girly text. I did love him for a minute, but also he's ranked so high up. Are you really? Like, okay, he's ranked so high up because I had the best sex with him. We had the best sex. Yeah, best sex. Best sex. No, that's why he's at the bottom. Like, I didn't eat, like, he had me on the West Side Highway at 7 p.m. That was so 
I know. So I'm like, I don't like that. Remember? So that's why he's at the bottom. But Frenchie gets ranked so high. And like, I should have ranked him last because like he had a whole other girlfriend and cheated on me. But the reason I didn't was because the man had a way with his penis. Okay. He, amazing sex. Great. But overall, trash of a human being, but amazing sex. So the next we have the second. Dun, dun, dun. No, Monday man. You thought I was going to make lawyer a Monday man first? No. Monday man. We have <laughs> Monday, man. Monday man's high up there. Listen, I low key love this man. Um, he should not be this high up on the pyramid, but he is like, he should really not be this high up. And when I met him, I was like, I met my match, which I don't think is a healthy thing for me to think, but I was like in my head, like, okay, like I met my match in the sense that like, he really was one that like, anytime I tried to pull some slick shit on him, he was like, no bitch, absolutely not. So that's that. I will say I didn't handle things great. He was a little bit manipulative. I do think he had crazy eyes. Like when I look back, I'm like, he did have crazy eyes. But so did Frenchie. Actually, now let's rank. Yeah, Frenchie and him both had like crazy eyes. Like I remember opening that door and being like, okay, this man has fucking crazy eyes. And that's okay. Not really. That's not great. But he did have a gorgeous penis. And I just feel like we had a really good connection. And I think I haven't met someone that was like as emotionally as intelligent as him. But he was the first one since my ex that I actually really liked. So I was like, okay. Mm. And like, he really shouldn't be this high up on the pyramid. And you guys can make your own little pyramid after listening to all my little boyfriends. But at the top of the pyramid, my number one, we have lawyer man lawyer man was the most normal he was a sweet boy he took me on great dates like i feel like that's all i can really say about him is that he was such a sweet boy and so nice like i'm saying he was boring as fuck like don't get me wrong he was boring as fuck but he was also very gorgeous and he was very nice a very sweet boy did very much like him he was consistent i got my good morning text every morning i got my good night text like i had a good conversation with him he was very predictable very safe option for me to take like i said so that is why he's at the top of the pyramid i always he was what i needed like at that sense of my life i guess like to get back in the dating game i needed someone pretty normal like that yeah i've mentioned a million times he was a little fucking boring it's okay. He was very nice though. Very nice guy. Very sweet boy. And so he is ranked at the top of my pyramid. And then I also did realize that four out of five of these men are blocked. Um, don't know what that says about me and don't know what that says about them, but that is the pyramid of all my little boyfriends that I had this past year. So I'm excited to close the chapter on what was this past year of my little boyfriends. I feel like we really went through it. We did cheating. I fucked coworkers for the first time, dated men that were really nice, that was new for me, and then also had to throw in a loser here and there because that's just who I am as a woman. But that was that was my year of my boyfriends, all my little boyfriends. Hope you guys like that. If you guys want more of me, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at sheislivy. I update you guys daily on TikTok and then YouTube. Oh my gosh, subscribe um, on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, hi. Love that for you guys. And yeah, thank you guys so much. Hope you have a great... Oh wait, also rate the podcast five stars. That's been like a new thing I've been into. But yes, have a great day, night, evening, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. I will be headed to Tulum soon and we'll get some Tulum story times. But that is it. Bye guys.